What's up, guys? Welcome to uh, episode number six, I believe, of the uh, Five Round Podcast. Uh, real quick, before we get started, just want to give you guys a reminder, you can go to patreon.com slash stupididiotface, and um, you can contribute to the podcast, both this podcast and my uh, other podcasts are essentially the same thing in terms of like what you're funding, so either way, you're getting a better podcast because all proceeds will go to, uh, well, better mics better setups, better programs, uh, what have you. So uh, with that being said, that's all I'm going to say about that. We're going to move on to the show. And, uh, you know, as a guy who who has his own his own podcast and is talking about a, a sport as finicky and uh, whatever, as fighting, as, as the world of MMA, MMA as uh, UFC and all this good stuff, I should probably look at, like, has news changed before I get on here and go on a full-blown rant about how uh, the UFC has heavily, uh, handled the heavyweight, heavyweight title picture. <laughs> um, as I was producing my podcast yesterday, uh, apparently around the same time that I was producing my podcast, um, news broke that Stipe and DC are going to fight in a rematch for the heavyweight championship that Everything with Brock Lesnar fell through. So I posted that disgruntled, why is a five and three guy getting a shot? Uh, you know, he hasn't fought since UFC 200, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, well, they're not fighting. So that's on me. My bad. This time I actually checked my material before I actually walked in here and sat down. Uh, so that's the big thing that's going on. Uh, DC, Steve A2, uh, it's UFC, I don't know what card it is, but it's August 17th in Anaheim, California. Both fighters confirmed that they are in the process of trying to finalize that fight. Um, Ariel Hawani is saying that Brock Lesnar's, uh, Brock Lesnar's return is not likely anymore and the UFC is moving on. And uh, that's really all that we have at this point. We don't have a whole lot of information like why didn't it happen, right? So this fight now, Stipe getting the rematch, this fight in terms of what's going on in the division, it makes the most sense in the whole picture. Um, you know, there's a handful of contenders. I still believe that all those contenders have one fight left to prove themselves, two fights left to prove themselves to, to really put them in the, the, the picture uh, in a solid fashion. Like, hey, I belong here. All these guys are just, just, but they're just on the outside, just on the outside looking in. So, Stipe versus DC will solidify uh, DC's heavyweight title. If he wins, he's got to win over, you know, obviously he took the belt from Stipe. And um, who'd he beat? Not Nagano, uh, Derek Lewis. He beat Derek Lewis, but it was just, that was a bad matchup. Uh, Didn't like it really. I don't really count that. It, it was a defense, good for him, but I, it wasn't. There was never a real, a real threat. So, so if this fight goes down, um, you know, there's obviously one or two ways that it can happen. If you believe in the the pro, you know the possibility that these two guys draw, then there's a uh, three you know outcomes. But plus, they're not these guys aren't going go to go to a draw. So, if DC wins. What's next is uh, 
is Jones next? He was supposed to retire, you know, I think in March of this year. That was his plan. You know, hey, he's like, in March, I'm done. But, uh, you know, he, he hasn't been healthy, so he's pushed forward that time that timeline he gave himself. He's kind of uh, passed the threshold, but since he hasn't been fighting, he's not pushing himself past uh, whatever limits he set for himself. He's still willing to fight. So if he takes this fight and he beats Stipe, you know, what now? Jones is sitting there. That fight's got to happen. But then you also have to think, like, it'll be 1-1 against Stipe. Do you want to get that back? Both of those guys want to get that loss back. If if they're 1-1, you know, if Stipe does win. If I'm DC, I want to rematch. Stipe would probably want to run it back to say, hey, look, I beat you two times out of three. You know, that the so rightfully I belong here. Um, but then the the garbage with Jones, it's always going to be there. And people are just kind of expecting that third fight to happen. It's just a matter of is it light heavyweight or is it heavyweight? Um, so yeah, so, but, but if DC loses, then what? Do you think it hurts his credibility to maybe move back to 205? and fight John Jones, or as previously mentioned, if he loses, it's uh, tied up between him and Stipe. Do they chase a third fight? I think it would sell. There's no doubt that it would sell. Like, a winner takes all. You know, it's we're, we're tied up, you know, let's settle this. So that fight, in reality, makes sense. And I do believe that if, if Stipe does win, I do believe there's a third fight. So, I, I, I think that, if Stipe wins, I think the Jones fight is off the table for good. Especially if he's given himself this window to compete. But if, if DC does somehow win, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he does one more title defense at heavyweight and he's done. Maybe he, I mean, he could he could defend against Jones. Jones could be next. You know, it's the matchmaking, the, the talk, and the... These guys are about to bring in Brock Lesnar for a title fight. So I'm not counting anything out. Um, you know, and we can look at the top uh, contenders who were on the outside looking in, I guess you could say. Nagano, JDS, those guys fight, what, July? Uh, Overeem, he's kind of pushed himself, you know, up front a little bit. I still think he's, you know, two very impressive fights away from really being considered definitely not hardy definitely not hardy uh i got more on uh hardy later freaking uh, anyway you'll, you'll, you'll hear uh but so so with jds and naganu coming up that almost certainly sets up that guy's next right whoever wins that fight that guy's next and see maybe a fall maybe closer towards the uh end of the year, that fight going on with the winner of that. So we can look at either the winner of JDS and Naganu fighting the winner of DC and Stipe. Granted that if DC wins, he sticks around. But what does this mean for Brock Lesnar? How this happened, first of all, how did we get here? You know, I personally think 
at his age, if he doesn't take the fight now, he's done fighting. This was the fight. Right here. This was the fight to come back for. This was the moneymaker. Title on the line. He could have won. He could have walked off. I'm not saying he would have won. But obviously you fight for a reason. He could have won. And he could have just sailed off in the sunset as a champion. With the bankroll thicker than it already is. And the guy's got money. Guy's got money. So he doesn't need it for the money. It was more so, I guess, for like a legacy and a paycheck. So I think he's done. If, if this isn't the fight he takes, then what does he take? Was this used as leverage to fight? Uh, I'm sorry. Was this used as leverage to uh, to negotiate, you know, another contract with WWE? I read somewhere that he signed a five-year extension for half a million a year. So the money's there. And this guy competes maybe, man, I think he wrestles like six times a year maybe. And you're getting paid half a million a year. Barely showing up on TV. I don't don't understand why Brock would not take that fight. Everything was there. Again, the money. Everything was there. This was the perfect send-off. Win or lose. Even undeserved. But it was perfect. Perfect for him. I'm starting to wonder, you know, so did he get cold feet? Did he realize the fact that, look, wrestling's all I have. And if I can't get this guy down, he's going to light me up. Was he, was the, he, was he worried that a, a smaller dude was going to stuff his takedowns and humiliate him in front of thousands of people, millions watching? Or did he test positive? Did Brock Lesnar test positive because he, he re-entered the testing pool? They started testing, testing him itself on the website. You saw his website. He's had samples pulled. Now, if the UFC gets wind, like, hey, your boy just tested positive. And then the UFC is like, well, yeah, we can't do that. So, moving on. Hey, Stipe, you're next. I think it's a very likely scenario I mean the guy's been known to juice right again I think it's very likely Uh, and that will take time to come out if ever but you know if if he can't fight without being juiced then you just shouldn't fight right this should be it done I think he's done Uh, Curtis Blades wasn't happy about this uh, news breaking after this long, long wait. Uh, he got on Twitter and said, F you, Brock Lesnar. Holding up the whole damn division just to quit. Shaking my head. Inconsiderate as elf. And I agree. Brock held up, held, I mean, the freaking, the entire heavyweight title picture was held for, you know, held hostage. I agree. So, but at the same time, look at it from Brock's standpoint. He's obviously using it to negotiate. He's obviously keeping his, his opportunities open. And he's in a good position. And if, if we really, you can't really blame, I'd say you can't really blame Brock. You got to blame people like Dana White for letting this happen, right? 
for putting this out there, for, for even making it a, a possibility. So, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what really happened. Uh, did he get cold feet? Did he just, was it never going to happen in the first place? Was he like, whatever, I'm just using you guys like he did last time? Or was it like, hey, dirty sample, can't go. So, again, I'm just, I'm just waiting in here. I'm just waiting for something else to break. Um, moving on, I, I, I kind of gave a, a small little uh, grunt over Dan Hardy earlier. So, I did this rant last episode about how the UFC is trying to make him a star. At first, I was like, well, I just don't like the fact that, you know, he's got these allegations against him about beating women or whatever. Maybe I had a pre, you know, a predisposed uh, thought of him before ever really, you know, without the real information, right? Actually seeing what he can do as a, as a fighter, I, I still think it's garbage. I still think the UFC is trying to force a star. And uh, Hardy made $150,000 in the co-main event for his fifth fight. This is with a, a good division, okay? $150,000 is the co-main event in his fifth pro fight. His opponent, which wasn't much of an opponent, and I think it was kind of a, a shitty matchup. Well, it, it could look good on paper, but that guy did not want to fight. He made 10000 And I think after looking at his performance, I believe that, uh, it, that that's about right. If we go to the main event, uh, Hermanson, who beat Jacare in the main event, his first twenty fourth pro fight made eighty four thousand. That was like forty two to show and forty two to win. Um, I don't know how they would do this, but I think that they should take fighters and say, "Look, we're going to give you this base amount." Okay, uh, you know you have like across the board, like this, this base amount, like you'll get 50 grand to show and fight. Anything above that is, uh, maybe a first round finish or a decision win or performance based bonuses later on top of that. Uh, if you're in a title fight, you get like another, another 50. I wish there was a structure to that, to where everything came down to performances. And, um, which then people would just want to take one-sided fights. It's like, oh, I can finish this guy in the first round, no problem. If you have two guys that are you know, close in competition, you, you might uh, go five rounds. But hey, if you, win, if you win fight of the night, tack that on there. So, yeah, for sure. The, uh, the fight of the night, though, by far, like, like way up far beyond, was that, uh, that Mike Perry fight. And uh, Oliveira, I really enjoyed that fight. And uh, I think uh, Perry made a hundred and ten thousand, I believe, with another fifty on top for fight of the night with Oliveira. Well deserved. And uh, about in the ballpark, I would expect them to pay him. Moving on to this weekend, we have Donald Cerrone. I'm, I'm actually excited for this fight. Donald Cerrone, Ally Aquinta. Main event, UFC Fight Night 151. 
uh, as it stands. I do believe Iaquinta is a slight favorite. The last numbers I saw was he was a uh, a negative 136 favorite with uh, Donald coming in at a plus 112 underdog. Uh, fight of the night on paper. If you're just looking at it on paper, fight of the night. So we'll see if that actually uh, comes to life. I'm sure it will. You know, these two dudes don't have the best defense. They they like to get punched in the face. So we'll see if this translates to just one of them five-round bangers. Is it going to be like another another uh, Poirier and Holloway? We don't know. We'll see. Um, this fight will carry weight, in my opinion, for a title shot, probably towards the end of the year. But that's if they win this fight and sit out and like stay in contention. Or knowing Cowboy, he, he takes his fight, and then let's say if he wins, he'd try and take another one a month from now if they let him. So I do think it carries weight. Uh, also on the card, Derek Brunson uh, is fighting. Uh, Cup Swanson is fighting. Other than than really the main event, I don't have a whole lot invested in the uh, in the card. I'm looking forward to the main event, though. Cowboy, Iaquinta, I think it's going to be great. And uh, I, if I miss all the other fights on the card... But watch that one. I think it'll be fun. And then next weekend is UFC 237. Thug Rose defends her belt. And uh, looking forward to that one. I can't remember the rest of the card. Anderson Silva's fighting. I know that. Uh, I think he is. Pretty sure Anderson's fighting. It's in Brazil. Other than that, I can't really remember. But uh, I am looking forward to that. Um. Oh, Claudia, uh, this isn't on that card, but Claudia Gadella, is, uh, she signed to fight Randa Marcos, and I watched Marcos fight, and her last fight, man, she looked good. Uh, she looked aggressive, technical, looked good. I am a fan of uh, Claudia Gadella. Um, I kind of hated to see her lose to uh, Joanna, but Joanna was, at that time, the absolute best in the world. So, And now we get to watch uh, Rose, after defending her belt, after taking the belt from Yoan and then defending it, we'll, we'll now go defend it against uh, Jessica Andrade. I believe that's how you say her name. I'm really bad with names. I read them a certain way. I can I can hear them. You can tell me what it... You, you can tell me, like, hey, you say it like this. And then, uh, you know, I'll be like, oh, are you sure? Because I read it like this. <laughs> so. Anyway, that's that. Uh, hopefully by the time this thing goes up, all the news I reported is still relevant and hasn't changed like it did yesterday. Uh, yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for listening to me again. You can go to patreon.com slash stupid idiot face. If you want to contribute to the show, anything, I don't, I don't care. Or you don't have to just listening, get, you know, get me those clicks or, or sharing with your friends or just, just keep coming back. Even if it's one play per episode, I appreciate it. Uh, again, you know, yesterday I, I found out that I'm all over the world, <laughs> so it's a good feeling. So again, though, I appreciate you guys checking in, appreciate you guys checking out and uh, I'll talk to you later.